I'm a bit Malik of WMR Sports here with Northwestern Women's Soccer Head Coach Michael Moynihan for our last weekly interview. It's been a long season, Coach. We finally reached the finish line. want to start off by talking about the most recent game, second round of the NCAA tournament. You guys faced off against UCLA, number two seed, number four team in the country. Great offensive team. You took them to overtime, lost in the 93rd minute. Let's start. Let's start with there. You know, what was your thought process through this game from the start and taking a defensive approach against this team? Looked like you guys played five in the back, not something you've done all season. You know, what went into that process? Yeah, I mean, they're so potent offensively. Um, you know, one of the top scoring teams in the country. I think they were ninth uh, going into the game and um, in one of the toughest conferences and playing one of the toughest schedules. So that's pretty incredible. Um you know, the reason we did that, um, we had seen quite a bit of video on them. Uh, Washington State used something similar um, and obviously successfully beat them, um, limited their number of chances. We just felt that it was going to be the best matchup. Now, they actually changed a little bit from, they had been playing in more of a three-back system themselves, uh, which we were looking forward to, but... Uh, Against us, it looked like they played more with four um, and had a little bit more width coming out of the back, which kind of had to change our defensive scheme a little bit. Um, but we felt if we could keep it tight in the back that you know we'd be able to hold them at bay and that would give us the best chance to win the game. We also wanted to play with two forwards so that we could be effective on the counter. We don't really have a... Um, you know, a single person that you can look at and say, "Well, they're gonna they're gonna take on some of the best players in the country and be able to beat them one v one, and you know, make it happen on their own." Um, we felt that we would have to do it in combination. So, you know, it's it's what we came up with to be able to keep two up front, but also, you know, feel secure in the back. They had a lot of chances early on that didn't seem to go in. Combination of you know maybe their own aptitude, but some really great goalkeeping from Warren Clem. The more this game went on, how did you feel your team was kind of maybe growing in confidence? You know, what did you see from your team thinking that, you know, we can get something from this game? Yeah, well, just unbelievable resilience, you know, and I, I told them before the game, they're, they're going to have chances, you know, we, we know that, um, but other teams have been able to, you know, keep it close. Um, we felt like even if they did score, that they have a tendency to let up a little bit uh, so that we'd still be in the game. And we felt that, you know, we would get some chances based on what we had seen from other games they've played. Um, so, you know, I, we talked to the team about every time they miss, that should build your energy and build your belief that, that it can be done. And, um, you know, that hopefully grows and grows as the game goes on. It's important to keep them out early. We didn't want to concede an early goal. Uh, we've done that against some big teams you know, over the last few years and uh, with Penn State uh, earlier this year, um, West Virginia, when we played them in the NCAA tournament. So we didn't want to go down that road and be fighting an uphill battle. Um, and I thought, you know, as the game went on, uh, they definitely created some chances, but I think our, our players showed a lot of resilience to keep the ball out. And, you know, whether it was Lauren, Hannah, Kayla, whoever, you know, they were they were doing enough and uh, on the other end I thought we started to grow a little bit in confidence in our attacking and um, you know the 
Brenna had the, the opportunity late in the game where she dribbled a couple defenders in the box and created a dangerous situation and we got the free kick and you know we started to push into their end and threaten a little bit more which was really encouraging so by the time we got to overtime uh, I can't remember the last time we lost an overtime game and um, we felt really good you know we felt like all right this is the night like we're gonna make it happen so uh, very disappointing when, when we conceded eventually what was the, you know, the message to the team after that, immediate aftermath? I know you guys huddled up for a long time. What are kind of the things you're talking about, you know, like that? Sure. I mean, we just said how proud we were. You know, they, I thought, played with tremendous heart, um, a lot of belief. They kept fighting. You know, there's, there's other times in the season where you, know, you could look back at the Purdue game, and I thought we came out great in that game. We were playing great soccer, moving the ball well, dominating the match conceded a goal completely against the run of play and then some things kind of fell apart and there was a lot of tension that started to surface and we didn't handle it well and against a good team if you start conceding chances you know that tension can easily build people can start pointing fingers at each other pointing blame and and whatnot and uh, that never never showed itself at all in this game they just kept fighting kept trying to build each other up as you said, I, you know, kind of alluded to, they, I thought they got stronger and stronger as it went along. Uh, heard from some, you know, people that were watching the game that it said that it looked like UCLA was starting to fatigue. Um, I don't know if that was the case more than it was for our team, but at least that was the perception some people had. Um, so we talked about just being proud of them for their effort, um, being proud of the way they approached the second half of the season you know we had our backs against the wall they knew it every game and just kept kept going and fighting believing uh, we talked a lot about the seniors and what they've contributed over their four years and how far the program has come uh, you know it was their first year where we were celebrating an eighth place finish and just making the big ten tournament and uh, you know we've come a long way since then and everything that they've done to contribute you know to that we we thanked them for and we also talked about moving forward, you know, what we need to do to to win that game and, and see it out and start planning for the future because we want to win that game, you know. We want to go further and further every year. Sure, big part of the narrative, you know, last few days, has been it's been a good run for your team the last three years. You know, program is reaching new heights and all of that. And I feel like you, you've probably talked about it. the program is kind of, it's, it's been around. I want to ask kind of how you alluded to, you know, what's the next step for this program? You know, how do you win some of these games? How do you get to the second round, third round more consistently? Certainly mm -hmm. something you want this program to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're close. Um, you know, our, our defensive grit and mentality, I think, is phenomenal. Um, and I think our team chemistry has evolved to a level that's pretty remarkable. Uh, it's one of the tightest knit groups I've ever, you know, been with. Where we need to be better is some of our attacking play, and um, a lot of that involves what happens in the off season. You know, um, I think our preparation to execute in the final third just it's got to be better. You know, on a on a year round basis and. Uh, if we can get that, I think, you know, we have players that are capable and, and the talent is there, um, but we definitely need more attacking threat in a game against an opponent like UCLA, you know, uh, they just have so many quality players, uh, Duke, same thing, you know, uh, a year prior, and 
to be able to go into those games and dictate a little bit more of the play is, is hopefully the next step for us, um, which I think we're capable of. We're not, we're not far off. Before I ask you a little bit about the offseason, I want to ask you about the senior class. Um, they came in kind of early on in your tenure here, and like I said, the rise has been astonishing the last three, especially four years. Can you talk about what they've done uh, for this program and you know how they've also just helped this team build? Yeah. Um, well, there's, there's quite a lot of uh, different personalities within the senior group, and uh, I think each of them brings... A different element you know it's um, when you're looking at a team and a team culture there's so many different things at play and you have somebody like um, you know Lauren Clem who emerged as one of our captains and um, you know one of the things that, that she's been able to do and something that we've talked about being a leader sometimes you you have to say some hard things to teammates sometimes you have to hold people accountable it's not a fun thing to do um, but every healthy group needs that, you know, somebody that kind of is the, the compass and keeps people on track. And uh, Lauren is one of the people that really started to do that for us. Um, you know, there's so many distractions when you're playing in college. Um, you know, aside from just the academic load, there's a lot of social distractions and other things going on. and that people can get caught up in and sometimes you know you lose a little bit of focus on uh, on the team or on what you're trying to achieve as a team and so Lauren I think did a fantastic job reminding people and, and holding people to uh, to what we kind of plan to do together I guess um, others within the group um, you know I think we're a little bit surprised at the the, the quickness of the growth of the program and some I think were caught a little bit by surprise by it um, but certainly stepped up to it and I thought their work rates you know they uh, you have a couple people in there you know the uh, Mackenzie Grace um, unbelievable work at uh, Maria every day you know they show up and they just work their tails off and one of the really difficult things is sometimes when you don't have the role that you want um, maybe you want a little bit larger role is to be consistent with that work ethic and every good team is able to I don't know uh, figure that that piece out um, where the people that have maybe the roles that aren't exactly what they envision for themselves but they still embrace them and do what they need to for the team uh, we had several seniors that did that and I thought saw their playing time and you know they kept improving over the four years uh, and the culture kept improving right along with them and then you got players like you know Cassidy Gorman who I mean I don't know if anybody played more minutes than she did over the span of her four years I guess she and Lauren probably I don't remember them coming out you know um, Cass may have had to for an injury at some point but um, I, I have a fun story about this this was when um, last year I was sitting on the, the bench in the in the touch uh, in like the scores box one of the few times I was down there, and she came out for like a minute or two. This was when she was kind of playing more offensively last year after an injury. And uh, I remember she walked out, and you were like, how are you feeling, Cass? You look a little tired out there. And she's like, no, I want to go back in. I want to score right now. I thought that was just like a good, you know, Cassidy Gorman story. Yeah, uh, she's a fighter, you know. And, um, she was somebody that, 
you know, opposing teams would be like, okay, we're tired of attacking down this side because we can't beat her, and, you know, they try to figure something else out, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, just that kind of that fighting spirit, you know, and, you know, she came to a, she came from a very successful club program. She could have gone to a lot of places and, uh, you know, chose to help elevate our program. And um, I think it went a little faster than she even thought it would, but, um you know, that, that type of grit and tenacity is kind of a cornerstone of, you know, what we want to be as a program. And, um, and then, you know, th another one uh, that I thought really important contribution, Kim Jarentowski. Um, she's more, you know, the creative type player and brought a lot of flair to her game. But I don't know that I've ever seen somebody more excited about Northwestern, you know, and Northwestern athletics and how proud she is to, to represent Northwestern as an athlete. Um, you know, she'll be at every sporting event she can be, and she loves the fight song, and, you know, she's kind of the spirit. And um, so when you put all of them together, you know, it, it's, it's really a, a pretty remarkable group, um, bringing different elements that are, that are all really, really important to our program and helped us grow. They matured a lot as individuals, and while they matured, our program matured and, and really grew. And... Um, in order for people to mature and grow, they have to be willing and they have to be, uh, I don't know, you saw that from all of them, uh, which I thought was fantastic and very, very proud of, of the whole group. Talking about the seniors, one thing I latched onto there that I want to ask you personally about, you said like, you know, everyone's a little bit surprised maybe at how quickly you, you grow, you grew. I want to ask you personally as a coach, when you came in, you know, what was your expectation? What was your blueprint for, you know, where to take this program and how do you feel that along that path where you are on that path right now yeah um well coming in you know i guess i looked at northwestern and thought well it's one of the best schools in the country um we're we're not going to be restricted in any way by academics as far as you know if people want the very best uh they're not going to find much better i look at peer institutions like duke and stanford and uh you can see what types of soccer programs and histories they, they had already had. Uh, and I looked at that and thought, why, why can't we have the same thing? Um, you know, it should be very similar. We're in a major athletic conference and we have one of the best academic institutions in the country. So um, that's what we have our sights set on. Um, we should be able to compete for national championships. We should be able to go for deep runs into the NCAA tournament. We should be able to win the Big Ten. Um, you know, and be competing every year for, for one of the top spots. Um, we're starting to do that. Um, a big piece of it is developing the right culture, and um, that's a long process. You know, it, it takes a long, long time. And uh, I think whenever you have a group that learns something and can pass it on to the next group, um, the next team, the next generation of players, uh, then you start to have something special. And I feel like that's starting to happen. You know, this, this senior class, as I said, was really important with that, um, you know, in terms of passing things on. So uh, if they've done it effectively, we're going to be better for it next year and, you know, keep moving ourselves forward. Talking about next year, you know, let's talk through the off-season process a little bit. Maybe start with the team. You know, what does that look like for the team in the offseason? Give us a little insider look. What do you want to see from your players in the offseason? Mm. 
Well, they get started pretty quickly. Um, you know, we went pretty far this season, so you know we run into the holidays and they get a kind of a natural little break here for a while. A lot of them will start doing stuff on their own, like pretty much right away. Uh, being a Division One athlete, you really have to take care of yourself, so a lot of them will, you know, kind of move into their own programs for strength and conditioning, um, just to keep a you know a base. Um, and a lot of them will just take a little breather from soccer until we get back from the Christmas break. Some will already start some individual technical work on their own. Um, but once we get back from the, the winter break, uh, we hit it pretty hard and we start training and we'll work a lot on fundamentals and uh, we hit the weight room a little bit harder. So our strength coach, Tyler, um, you know, he'll have him doing a lot of stuff to work on improving dynamic movement and uh, we do some pretty hard conditioning to try to make some gains there. Uh, typically in the off season we make some gains in both strength and speed so really important phase for us and then we get into uh, in the spring we get into our non-traditional season we'll have five dates of competition and uh, you know that's a great developmental phase where everybody just gets more experience. I think the really important piece is what they start to do on their own. You know, to, to really be an elite Division One soccer player, you have to be committed on an individual basis to doing things on your own. Uh, you know, serving, shooting, crossing, uh, all of those things we need to be better with. And it's not something that we can just go in and work on as a team uh, and have enough time to do everything that we need to. Um, so it's something that they really have to be committed to on their own and uh, supplementing what we do as a team with some individual work. And then as a coaching staff, you and um, David and Paul, you know, what does it kind of look like for you in the off-season, early stages, at least before you get back with the rest of the team? Oh, we're off recruiting already, so uh, I don't know. Season ended on, I got home Saturday late, and uh, Monday morning I'm in with recruits already, and I leave tomorrow uh, for a recruiting trip, so does Paul and David, you know, we'll all be on the road for pretty much the next three weeks straight, uh, just recruiting at different events and uh, trying to build more for the future. And then, you know, I know the season just ended a few days ago, but looking ahead to next year, how do you feel about what your team can accomplish next year? How do you feel about the talent you're bringing back and maybe some of the talent you know you're bringing in as well? Uh, I think next year is something that has tremendous potential. Um, we've got an a really, really strong returning core. Um, I feel really good about you know everybody on our roster that, that's returning and the potential that they have. We also bring in uh, some really high-level players. You know, we're we're bringing in a kid who's just got invited to the U18 national team camp. Um, you know, I think we've got two really strong goalkeepers coming in. We've got a lot of athleticism coming in. Um, uh, so. A lot of reason, you know, I think to be very optimistic about, you know, the potential next year. It's all got to come together. There's a lot of work that has to happen. I don't know. Got to stay healthy and all that as well. We also have Nakia and Abby both coming back from injuries. They both sat out this whole season. You know, Nakia is a senior who, uh, man, does that kid work? You know, she, she's been an amazing role model uh, over her four years. And uh, she sat out this year. She's going to be coming back from injury. Um, you know, she's been a, a regular starter and key player for us, so we really missed her this year. 
Uh, we also have Abby, who not many people here have really seen her yet. You know, she's had a really rough stretch, uh, so she came in after tearing her ACL and um, struggled, you know, through the first season. So she redshirted due to uh, limitations from that injury, and then um, really blossomed in the spring. She was playing fantastic and really excited about her. And then unfortunately, uh, she suffered another knee injury and had to have the ACL repaired again. Um, this past off season, so she's somebody we're really excited about as well, and you know having those two back will give us a big boost as well. Thanks a lot, Coach, for sitting down with us the whole season. Really appreciate it. Good luck in the off season going forward, and uh, ahead of next year. Thank you.